Welcome to The Output Habit, a podcast aimed at helping you go from thinking about things to actually doing something about it. I know you've got great ideas. I believe everybody does. Now let's make something happen. Well, I hope everyone had a happy new year uh, as we head into 2022 here. Uh, my first thought uh, for the podcast here uh, has to do with problem solving. Uh, so as we head into a new year, we think about new opportunities and there's a lot of optimism. Um, but there's also going to be uh, plenty of, of problems to solve as an, op- as an entrepreneur. Um, I've, I've come to think of, of entrepreneurs in terms of those who, who solve problems and the, the people who solve the biggest problems or you know, the, the most relevant problems uh, that most people can connect with um, are the ones that are, I think, the most successful. You know, they're, they're the ones that are they're filling a need for people that either have that perceived need or um, they, they are, are, are quick or they're, they're eager to have somebody come in or step in and help them solve that problem or fill that need for them. Um, and so it's, it's innovators, it, it's people who either invent or create something uh, new and you think of you know the the famous inventions from from the past um, you know from the the printing press to the telephone to um, to the iPhone and and just the, the 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 people who who saw some kind of a problem or or some kind something that would make the world better in this way or in that way and and they they put it together and of course there was probably plenty of, of marketing that had to go along with that in one way or another just to let people know of what this new thing is and how it can potentially help them um, which is its own problem to solve which you know, is, is why companies are always uh, investing into marketing in one way or another is that you know they have a business and they have something they want to be able to to serve people with, um, and their problem is that people don't know about it, and, and they want to figure out a way to let people know about it in a way that builds trust. Um, so at, with, with that small rabbit trail uh, to start off the, the episode here today, I um, want to talk about uh, a problem that is kind of at the top of my to-do list uh, to, to start to, to deal with and sort out heading into 2022 here. Uh, is that as as someone who has you know in the past few years become convinced that you know direct selling is uh, a great industry to, to get into and of course I I contract with the Amway Corporation gives me um, you know partnerships and connections to a number of different brands from Neutralite to Excess to Artistry uh, to G and H. So there's a, a, a lot of opportunity there, and and I what what I see is, you know, the opportunity for anyone and everyone to start their own business uh, without a lot of barriers to entry. You know, there there's not a there's not a financial um, burden that's going to be placed on someone to you know take out a big business loan and be under a lot of pressure to. Um, to get that paid off and, and, and be able to, um, you know, operate, you know, at, at a loss or, or take a bunch of years just to break even, uh, and just be, um, 
just be burdened under that that huge debt or that that huge risk that they had to uh, to take out. You know, not that there's anything wrong with that. You know, I think that can be a helpful way to get somebody you know motivated to get them uh, to take the, their business seriously. So there's 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 pros and cons uh, for sure. I'm not I'm not bad mouthing anything here, um, but I, th- I think it just it provides an opportunity for. For someone who maybe wouldn't otherwise be able to start their own business to be able to do so, um, and it it promotes and encourages people who who do things the right way. You know, people who try to take shortcuts, you know, aren't going to last long. Um, people who who don't have the right mindset, who aren't looking to serve people, um, they're 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 not going to be able to be successful in this business or in any any business. Um, and so I think there's a lot of misperceptions and I may or may not have talked about some of that in the past. And, and I may, I may talk more about, you know, some of the, the benefits that I see in this sort of industry on the podcast in the, in this year coming up. Um, but as someone who is, you know, convinced that, you know, there, there's a lot of good here, obviously there's, there's plenty of plenty of shady stuff there's there's plenty of people who can get involved in something that you know don't represent things well i can think of church as being one you know there's there's plenty of people as a pastor myself i can think of plenty of people who attend church or even other pastors who lead or represent churches um who i i wish they wouldn't be (laughs) i wish they wouldn't be representatives of the church that they wouldn't be the type of person that people think of when they think of of church um but that aside, you know, I've, I've become convinced that, um, that direct selling is, is a great opportunity for those with uh, integrity, those who want to serve people. And I've also become convinced that uh, content creation is a great strategy to be able to um, build a brand, to be able to build trust with other people. Um, because it, again, if done right, um, if, if done with integrity, if done with a level of transparency, um, has the, the great pot- potential to connect with people, to let people know, like I was talking about you know, marketing, let people know what it is that someone has to offer. And I think I've talked about this before, but one of the things that someone has to offer isn't just the product or the service that they are selling, but what they have to offer is themselves, you know, their own unique personality, their their blend of gifts and talents, and you know, content creation, I think, is, is a great way to let people know, not just, here's this product that I uh, have to offer, here's the service that I have to offer, but this is, this is who I am, and this is the person that I have to offer, and, and here's how I'm trying to bring the best that I have to serve other people. Um, so, I think that you know this this combination of content creation and direct selling uh, is I, I haven't really seen anyone bring these two things together, and that's really one of the things that I've been trying to do is is how do I bring these two things together to to build a brand that you know promotes direct selling and then promotes my my business specifically, um, but also paves the way and and you know is. I'm trying to be a pioneer in, in some senses. You know, maybe this trail has been blazed before, but I haven't. I haven't quite seen it, um, so maybe I'm reblazing it um, unnecessarily. Uh, but as I've tried to 
you know, figure this out and sort this out. Um, another problem that I've bumped up against recently is uh, coming across, you know, my um, my supplier company's uh, policies when it comes to social media, and so coming to coming to find out that you know there are some things that I've been doing that that don't quite match those guidelines or those policies. Um, and you know, not not that I was intentionally trying to do something that I shouldn't be, um, but just going over these these guidelines recently and realizing, oh, they they have a policy about this. Oh, they have a policy about that. Like, oh, I guess I can't do that anymore. Um, and and some of it has has been frustrating to be sure. Um, I can I, I certainly want to try to think about things from their perspective and think about how, like, well, you know, I don't think this this rule should apply to me, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to do this in an inappropriate way, or, um, you know, there's, there, there's, there's a saying that my dad would have, is that rules are for stupid people, <laughs> you know, there, there are rules out there, uh, to keep people who don't have common sense in line, you know, you think about, um, you know, you come, you come to a traffic light, you know, late, late at night, and there's nobody, and, and the light's red, and you know, common sense would dictate that you know it's it's safe for me to pull through this intersection because I can clearly see there's nobody around, um, and so driving through this intersection, even though the light is red, it you know is technically breaking the law. It's it's breaking the rule, um, but the but the rule doesn't apply for doesn't doesn't allow um, for people with common sense who can read a situation and go, okay, I know what's safe and what's not safe here. And so driving through this intersection, I'm not endangering anyone, including, you know, my own, my own life. Actually, I, I talked to a guy years back who he was driving his motorcycle and he was in a, he was in a left turn lane where there was, there was no turn on red, you know, cause it was, I think it was a double, double lane on each side. And, you know, it was like 1am, 2am or something like that. There's nobody out there. And his motorcycle is so small that it never it wouldn't trip the light, and so he said he had to eventually. Just, I have to drive through this, otherwise I'm going to be sitting here forever. Um, that was him using common sense, technically breaking a rule, uh, and and you know going through with with that, and again not putting anyone's life in danger. Uh, but all that to say is, you know, as I'm reading through some of these guidelines, you know, some of them feel like that. Like, okay, yeah, I can see how people could abuse this, people could abuse that, uh, and, and these, these rules, these guidelines are uh, written in a way to, you know, keep people from, from doing things the wrong way. They're, they're, they're not necessarily written for someone who's trying to build a brand the way that I am, who's, you know, trying to stay away from spamming, trying to stay away from, you know, just throwing links out there. Um, definitely not you know trying very hard not to represent myself or represent Amway or, or represent uh, anyone involved uh, in a way that that uh, people would not you know be proud of or or that, that people would not appreciate. Um, so there's that. But I I also know that you know the the FTC the Federal Trade Commission does have certain rules about how direct selling companies can operate. And so one of the things that I'm trying to do is sort out, you know, what is a guideline where if I do it, if I were to do something anyway, even if there's a guideline that says, 
yeah, this, you shouldn't do this or this isn't the best. Um, you know, if, if I feel like I understand the spirit of it and I'm not breaking any laws, you know, that's something that I might try to, you know, push, push the envelope a bit on because I know where I'm coming from and how I'm doing things and knowing what I'm staying away from. But I, I, I don't want to make, I don't want to break any laws. <laughs> um, if, if there are certain laws that say, you know, uh, someone who's in, involved in a direct selling company and they're posting things on social media, you know, if they were to do this or if they were to do that, um, that would be in, in violation. That, that would be uh, breaking a, a law. Or at the very least, if it would um, endanger the contract that I have um, with Amway. You, you, of course, have to sign an IBO agreement and an and independent business owner agreement. Um, and so you're basically agreeing to cooperate with certain things. And so if, I, if I've said that I've agreed to cooperate with certain things and then I, I stop cooperating with those things, then I'm in breach of contract. And that's also a legal issue. Uh, so those those are some of the things that I'm trying to untangle right now and, and find out you know what is what is a guideline where like if I do it it's maybe frowned upon but I'm not breaking any laws I'm not breaking my word um, and so that that's where things are at at the moment there as many of you know I'm a big fan of habits and I'm in the process of cultivating uh, output habits that are hopefully going to be of service to other people and be a blessing to them but I know that my my input is what uh, sustains and supports my output. Uh, so good in um, equals uh, good out. Um, so one of the, the input habits that I have that's important to me is taking vitamins every day. Um, I take a men's pack uh, by Neutralite. Uh, it comes in a box and in that box are 30 packets um, and in each packet that you can just tear open is a multivitamin that gives me 24 essential vitamins and minerals. There is a concentrated fruits and vegetables tablet that gives me around five servings of fruits and vegetables in in one serving there. And there's an omega-3 fatty acid that supports brain health and cardiovascular health. And there's an extended release vitamin C uh, that over the course of eight hours continues to release that vitamin C into my system. Uh, So for uh, the cost of, it breaks down to less than $1.50 a day. Um, for, for each one of these, these packets, uh, which is less than a cup of coffee in most places, last time I checked, um, I get uh, this foundational uh, level of, of, of health that gives me just a really, really good baseline. Of course, I still try to eat as healthy as I can throughout the day, but I know I'm not always eating every color of vegetable and, uh, and fruit out there. I'm not eating a lot of fish. Um, so being able to to get those servings of fruits and vegetables in there, to get uh, my bases covered for my uh, vitamins and minerals for the day, and uh, to be able to have the um, the brain health and and the the cardiovascular health that coming from those uh, omega threes, as well as my immune system, all of that for less than a buck fifty a day, um, is has been a really really good deal for me. It, it fits well into my budget as well as into my lifestyle. I can just grab one of those packets and and, and take it with me to, to uh, tear open and have whenever I need it. Uh, I like to take it with a meal, either breakfast or lunch, um, especially when I'm, I'm packing for a trip. If I'm going away for a weekend or going on vacation with the family, I can just grab one of those for each of the days that I'm gone and not mess with a bunch of bottles or vitamin containers. Just super convenient and uh, just a great peace of mind 
uh, for myself, knowing that um, you know whatever may may come that day from a nutrition standpoint, I'm, I'm starting off on a good foot. Uh, so if that sounds like something that would perhaps fit into um, anyone else's lifestyle, I'm always happy to answer questions about uh, any of the supplements that I represent. Uh, want to be able to to help and to serve others, and uh, if I can uh, help them optimize their health uh, as well. And I can always be reached at the Output Habit at gmail.com. And I hope you have a a great rest of your day, and uh, hope you enjoy the rest of the show. But anyway, thinking more broadly, uh, just about business ownership in general, entrepreneurship, uh, this situation just kind of reminded me of the problem-solving nature of being a business owner, being an entrepreneur, is you have stuff like this. You know, it's not just, you know, with Amway, it's not just in the direct selling industry. Uh, It doesn't matter what kind of business you own, you know, you're going to have, you know, stuff like this that just kind of creates headaches, it it creates a problem, an issue often that you didn't anticipate or you weren't planning on or something interrupts or or disrupts the strategy that you had and you had to make changes, you had to make adjustments and and that takes effort, it takes mental energy, it it takes time Uh, and you know when you have to pivot, when you have to, to switch, when you have to back up, when you have to scrap ideas or plans that you had uh, and go in a different direction you know that that can be difficult uh, for a lot of people uh, for anyone Um, and and this is the kind of thing that it seems to me uh, keeps people from you know jumping into this end of the pool Um, the 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 ownership and the the entrepreneur and it, it seems to me that there's only a percentage of the population you know that really wants to deal with these sorts of issues and and be constantly um, in problem solving mode in creative thinking mode in innovation in you know figuring figuring things out or trying to come at things from a different perspective. It seems a lot of people want to be able to just show up at work and you know have the expectations laid out for them, tell me what to do, let me do my work, let me collect my paycheck and and clock out and be done, you know, thinking about work for the day and, and go on and do what I want to do. And and there's nothing wrong with that. That's that's not um that's not a, a bad thing. You know, we, we need people to be working in, in those kinds of jobs and, and serving in that way and um you know some people are just they're just wired that way and and, and people are different. Um but there's there, you know there's there's pros and cons to both sides of of that. Um, you know, somebody who wants to work for someone else is is giving up control. They're they're giving up ownership. Um, they're they're going to be um, you know at at the mercy. Maybe that's the wrong the wrong word. Um, I'm not I'm not saying that business owners or employers are going to you know treat them unjustly per se. Um, but they are they're dependent. They're dependent upon that employer, that that business owner, and what kind of decisions that they make. Uh, now, hopefully, a good a good owner is going to make decisions that are best for everyone. But ultimately, they're they're going to have to do what's best for for the company. Uh, and the interests of each individual employee can't always be accommodated uh, with those decisions. And and so sometimes employees feel feel the brunt of that. Sometimes mildly, sometimes more severely. Um, but but control or, or lack of control is the big con 
um, the, the, the knock against being an employee, um, you have to, you basically agree to, to show up to work uh, a certain number of, of days during the, during the year and uh, log a certain number of hours and then there's expectations on the work that you, that you do. Um, you know, whereas someone who owns a business has more flexibility there, but all of the problems that come along with being a business owner uh, come on them. You know, an employee you know, only gets a, one slice, um, a small slice of, of the business to, to focus on. An owner ha- ultimately ha- is responsible for all of them. Now, there's delegation for sure, uh, but as long as things are going smoothly, you know, theoretically, the business, business owner doesn't have to think about anything. Um, but we, in the world that we live in, there's always an issue somewhere. There's always a problem to be solved somewhere. And it's just that constant grind of putting out fires, dealing with, um, dealing with problems, dealing with issues that come up that um, even though there, there's a lot of pros, you know, a lot of upsides, like having more control over time and, and, and money, um, and having um, having you know more disposable income or or time to devote to the things that are important to you. You know this is why people start businesses because of those those major advantages. Um, but you know in order to to get those results, and you know it, it takes a lot of problem solving first at a on a personal level, solving the problems and the issues that that come up in one's life, and then solving the problems and issues that that come up involving multiple people in within the business um and and there's a lot of responsibility there and a lot of people don't want that responsibility um but i think that um as 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 a christian you know i'm bringing my faith into this now you know i think that you know the bible um leads us in a direction especially when when you think about uh proverbs and 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 wisdom principles and when you think about um the way that God created people, you know, telling them initially, you know, to, to, to rule over, you know, the creation and then to take care of it. You know, he's, he's given us responsibility. Uh, and so we should be, uh, as Christians, we should embrace responsibility, whether it's in our families, in our businesses, in, in ministry, in our communities, in our neighborhood. Yeah, that's why I think, you know, at, at that level, Christians should be involved in politics because there's an ownership there. There's a taking responsibility for, uh, for for what kind of laws get passed in you know first at, at a local level? What kind of laws get passed in my in my town, in my city, in my county? And and are they you know are they fair? Are they just? Are they right? Are are we treating people um, correctly? Um, and 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 that's why I think Christians should be involved in politics. You know, it's not the not the power grab that, that people you know like to. To argue about, you know, Christians shouldn't be, you know, uh, making a, a, a push to have more power. They should be giving up their power because that's what Jesus did. Uh, you know, Jesus is the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, and He rules over all, and He does so in a way that brings prosperity and abundance and um, love and peace. And but but He's in control. He's in power to bring that about in order to serve. And in, in the same way, I think that, that Christians, whether it's getting involved in, you know, volunteering in their communities, that's a form of taking ownership. Uh, whether it's getting involved in, in starting their own business because they want to be able to serve people through some kind of product or, or service 
um, be able to accumulate wealth, to be able to direct that towards the things that they are, think are going to make the biggest difference for the kingdom, uh, whether it's getting involved in, in, in politics, whether it's just, again, as a volunteer, whether it's running for office, whether it's volunteering on a campaign, um, but doing so in a way that's going to support, um, again, the, the, the things that are going to bring about peace, the things that are going to bring about justice, the things that are going to, to bring about um, proclamation of the gospel. And and then these are, are the different areas in life that I think, as Christians, we should find ways to take ownership. Now, it doesn't mean that I think everybody should be an entrepreneur. It doesn't mean that I think that every Christian should own their own business. Um, but I think that we should be looking for ways to, to take ownership. Um, at the very least... To, to carry out the Great Commission, at the very least to, to build the kingdom of God, at the very least to, to take the creation mandate seriously and, and recognize, you know, God hasn't put me in the Garden of Eden, but he has put me in, in a certain area, a certain part of the world, and he's told me to, to be fruitful, to multiply, to uh, rule over the creation, and, and to make it fruitful, to, to make it abundant, to make it... Um, better than, than how I left it. Uh, and I'm not just talking in terms of, of physically cultivating the, the literal dirt, the, the earth, the plot of land that perhaps I own, but it's also in, in bringing, bringing about spiritual restoration according to how the Bible has, has commanded us to, to bring peace um, where there maybe wasn't peace or to bring prosperity where there wasn't uh, as much, uh, to, to bring um, to bring abundance and and all of these these things that the Bible you know talks about you know, the, the 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 things that the kingdom of God brings uh, I think that that's that's what we should be working towards and, and striving toward and, and and business and business ownership is just one way to do that or one way to go about that um, but anyway those are just some of the things that I'm thinking about going into 2022. Um, you know, specifically, those are some of the problems that I'm, I'm working on in terms of my direct selling business and content creation, bringing those things together. But uh, the bigger picture um, that I think all of us can, can uh, do well to think about is what can I take ownership over? Uh, in what ways can I take ownership to uh, fulfill the calling, fulfill the mission that, that I have uh, to bring about the, the most good? Uh, to bring about um, the most service, uh, the, to, to be a blessing to other people, the, the, the people that, that God has, has given me the opportunity to bless because I'm in their life, they're in my life, and, and there's a lot of different ways to do that, but it, it takes ownership and in, it's always going to involve problems or, or headaches or issues of some kind, and we have to be ready for those and, and recognize that's just part of being an owner. That's part of taking responsibility. Um, you know, there's a lot of people who complain about the direction that the world is going in these days, um, but they don't want to take any ownership. <laughs> they don't want to, they want, they don't want to do anything. They don't want to be the one, uh, to actually take that on themselves and figure out what's it going to take to solve that problem. You know, what's it going to take, uh, so that this injustice or or this uh, this lack, this disparity, this problem or this issue. What is it going to take to actually do something about that and to fix that problem? It, it's 
it's going to take some work. It's going to take some effort. It's There isn't necessarily going to be an easy system or step-by-step process to, to, to just follow. Like, well, if I just do this and this and this and this, then it's going to be assured that it's going to work. You know, there's, there's going to be risk. There's going to be, well, you know, based on these principles of wisdom, I think this is the right way to take. And there might be some trial and error. You know, you might have to put some effort into something, fail, and make adjustments and try something else. But, you know, a lot of people don't like, uh, they, 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 they don't like that. And so that's what keeps them from getting involved in business. That's what keeps them from getting involved in, in politics. It keeps them from getting involved in solving problems and, and doing the things that actually are required to make a difference in this world. So I hope that that's helpful. I hope that that inspires you to maybe take on some kind of a, a problem or an issue uh, that, that you have seen that, that you would like to see someone do something about and maybe uh, inspires you to maybe be the one yourself to start to figure out, you know, what is it that you can do with the resources that you have to take responsibility, to take ownership, to do something to make that situation better. So I hope that that's helpful. I hope you guys have a great start of the year as we go into 2022. Have a good one. We'll talk to you next time. Hey, thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. If I was able to serve you in any way, please like, subscribe, and share this podcast with a procrastinator or an overthinker who you might know.